Welcome to TLDR. I'm Luke. And I'm Tony. And tonight, on this cold and rainy night, we're going to dive into Trespasser, the final mm-hmm. DLC for Dragon Age Inquisition. Indeed. Tony has completed his homework. Yeah. And uh, knocked it all out. I still got distracted by Destiny, but not enough to stop me finishing <laughs> my homework. Really? So you're still... What are you doing in Destiny at the moment? Well, like, discovering that you can't compete in the Crucible without the latest uh, bit of DLC. Which is paid for? Yeah, because uh, I'm stuck at level 34, so all the level 40 Crucible uh, guys are one-shotting me all the time. Damn. So, yeah, I can't progress my weapons any further because I didn't do the Crucible stuff with them. Okay. So I'm still enjoying it. But all right. But how I'm much is the wailed on. How much the expense? Well, it's fifty-seven dollars. I was on just recently on special, seventy-nine dollars, not on special, but it was fifty-seven dollars to get the whole lot in one kit. Oh, not just the yeah. The yeah, I oh. found everything but the last one for nine dollars, but okay. I, didn't, I didn't trust that it's not the last one that I need. So <laughs> I'm hoping when Destiny Two comes out that the Destiny One stuff will drop in price, but all the players won't abandon it. Because uh, if all the players abandon it, then I've no point in buying it. That's yeah. probably a good point. I can't. I mean, there's always going to be some hardcore yeah, be some players. Yeah, there'll be some so. people there, and yeah. as long as they handle, I don't know how they do servers in that. Whether everyone's just basically yeah, everyone's just basically all in, in one the world. Same place. Yeah, yeah, so that'll be okay. Especially You'll be, be able fine. to find people to play against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, Destiny's going good. I'm also still kicking on with Final Fantasy 14, uh, running around doing more pointless. Grindy Go quests. here, grindy. <laughs> terrible, terrible questing in that game. Oh, my God, so horrible. Anyway, questing is much better in Dragon Age. It is, oh yes. Oh, my God. Dragon Age has a lot going for it. It does. It really yeah. does. You know, it's just that combat. Yeah. It. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the more I play Final Fantasy, um, the more I'm like, I would much prefer, um, like, just more variety in different types of classes and stuff. I feel like they've limited themselves to the D&D class set as well, well even but, less there's only three well yeah a fighter, mate, a fighter rogue and mage yeah they all just and they all play I think we talked about it last week they all kind of play the same there's not enough difference in them well one thing I was going to say which I'll I'll chip in here mm. is playing a mage of course I'm sitting back mm. all the time and flinging spells with my magical staff mm. and the one thing I noticed with Trespasser is bits of it are so dark I didn't even get to see the monsters I was fighting uh. like they did these like the Sarabas that mm. you fight. I don't even know what a Sarabas looks like because I never went up close to them to see what they look like. So I actually thought, you know, that's actually a, something disappointing about it. You don't get to get into it. Yeah. I liked mm. the theme. I thought the theme was excellent. It was not what I was expecting at all. Story-wise, just the... Yeah, um, but I thought it was really good, the Canary plot and all the stuff that's going on about all the stuff that's happened and... Why they've been ignoring you, and yes, you find uh, towards the end, you find the note that says this is actually a splinter group that the main canary don't agree with what's going on. And I thought it was a fascinating insight into what's going on over there because you kind of get the idea that they're kind of just zealots, they basically yeah. follow it, and they've got one like a unified yeah, one purpose, yeah. but they don't, which is probably thankful for us as you know, uh, people who live in the mainland. That they're not a zealotry, otherwise they probably would have taken over. Yeah. Everywhere kind of thing. Obviously, yeah. they've got something holding them back. Yeah, they really don't like the Devinter Imperium. No, they really don't like it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I like the idea of the... I love these Alluvian mirrors, I have to say. I love everything about them. I love that 
they take you to different places instantaneously, like the whole portal yeah, step yeah, through, yeah. you know, and somewhere else. That's just a great concept. You can do so much with it. And I like the way you can see where you're going to end up actually in the mirror. Yep, that's so very that's really nice. Clever. Very much feels like it's an actual like portal yeah. to the other other area. Yeah. I love that there's these graceful, tall, kind of austere things, but yet so powerful and yet so delicate at the same time. Like yeah. the, you, mean, when I saw that Olivia mirror in the guy's um. You know, little storehouse thing yeah. that you sort of break into, um, and you think that thing has travelled all over the world, all over the place, hasn't been broken or yeah. anything. Especially when you go through into one of the, the areas and you see all these yeah, the broken. Canary, when you go into the Canary oh, area, yeah, that's where, that's where it is. Dozens of busted mirrors. Mirrors, everywhere. you're like, oh, how amazing yeah. is it? Any of them have survived? Yeah. Um, I think it's just a great concept, and I love that they've put more of them in there. I didn't like one. what the map was doing to my head, though. Map's a little con- well. I suppose it was supposed to be sort of mind yeah, bending it's that it's not a real. Bending. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it definitely was. Uh, did you find all the secret mirrors that were all hidden around behind all the different spots and things? I think I did. Yeah, there was a few of them. I don't know if I got all of them, but I found quite a few, which yeah, I liked. I a bit a of a yeah. adventuring kind of. What's around this corner? Oh, there's something around here. <clears throat> I didn't like the purple flame. That I didn't understand the. So you didn't flame. find the secret note. No, I actually probably now. Oh, that's a good point. Actually, I think I was going to go back and do them yeah, so closer the, to when you finished. In the okay, dungeons. Yes, in the the Lyrium mine, there's an area that's protected by that purple yep. flame. And if you go through the purple flame, there's a note saying it's that stupid agent of Fen Harrell has left this flame behind. Don't touch it. Don't try and light it anywhere. You can't do anything with it. All it does is kill you. Ah, uh, yep. And so the Canary are getting just as frustrated with it as I was, which was excellent. Really, that was a excellent. nice touch. And I'd, basically all it does is protect a good bit of loot. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, is it actually good loot? Well, that's another segue for me. I actually wanted to say that the loot in this was much better. This was clearly designed to be at the end of the game. Mm. And they know that you've got the best kit. And so what they did was they specifically tailored the loot to do different things. So mm. I really like that. Like yep. there was a belt that every time you didn't get a critical hit, it increased the chance of getting a critical hit on your next attack and it stacked. It yes. Stacking. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. And there was belts that dropped your hit points but increased your magical power. So I was a mm. – I was a lightning mage mm. and I got really sick of seeing 140, 120, 160 points of damage on these monsters with thousands and thousands of hit points. Mm. Then I put on the belt, which dropped my hit points down to 180, a measly 180 hit points. Jesus. But now when I hit them, I was seeing 2,500. Wow. Yeah, like 10 times the damage. It was much more satisfying mm. seeing those numbers coming up. And like I'd wail on them with a really good spell, like a good chain lightning spell mm. with the um, lightning cage on them, yep. and half the hit points would go with two spells. And I thought, this is this is good. This is how powerful I want to feel at this point in the game. Yeah, like you, this is literally the last bit of content I'm going to play. So yes, yeah. and go yeah, crazy. so that was good. I think they really tailored they tailored the items really well. There's one thing that I found. You probably found it too. There's a corpse with bees buzzing all around it, or wasps all buzzing around it, and you hmm. you loot it and you get a recipe for a thing called Fade Touch Honeycomb. Ah, and yeah. I couldn't find where the heck the fade touch honeycomb was. Oh, so okay. it looked like it was a one-handed weapon schematic. Yeah, but then I went into my schematics and there was no fade touched honeycomb, oh. which disappointed me because I was looking. I was thinking that you'd have a weapon that had bees and wasps on it. Well, there is the bee the bee club you get from the bee club from collecting all the bones for 
um, Cullen's dog. Oh, right. yeah, you get okay. that one. So that might be something related to that. Maybe another part yeah. of the set. Then maybe. I did find the last bone, but I didn't ever give it to the dog. I should have done that. Ah, because that's when it drops the um the bee the, the bee mallet the kind bee of mallet. thing, okay. which is well, it's great that added in that stuff we were talking about. It's interesting in this content expansion how much we've talked about in those first episodes has actually come to pass in this DLC, and it was already out. Yeah, which is like. More fun weapons. Yes. Um, just yeah, yeah. like that stuff, like no hit points, but lots of damage. So yeah. you're a glass, but yeah. high so risk, high reward. Dorian just kept falling over. Yeah. Dorian would oh say, someone help the wizard, please. And then the <laughs> would go, ah, someone save Dorian. <laughs> so he like, had enough time to say, help me, and then he would be dead. Because he had, you know, he must have only had 120 hit points. Jeez. So almost nothing. And no and no self-preservation. No, no. It's no, just but he suddenly it. was... Like wailing on them with this area of effects puzzle was really good. I really liked those That's belts. That's fun. Yeah, so I think they did a really good job with the equipment. And they didn't mm. give you more. That's the thing I detested with Jaws of Hakon mm. and a little bit to some extent with the Descenders. They gave you schematics. Yeah. But then you had to then spend an hour working out if the schematic yeah. was worth investing any time into. So Not they didn't bother it. with any of that in Trespasser, which no. was great. Just drop, just drop us the gear. It. Just drop us gear that is so obviously better than what I've got mm. that it's a no-brainer. Yeah. And that yep. was really good. I liked that. Ah, oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, so, with the with the story, ah, uh, uh, no, my apologies. I had something and now it's gone. Yeah, uh, it's gone. It's gone. Terrible segue. Didn't do anything no, there. I was going to talk about segue. the Fenrius and chasing him through with all the flames and stuff the whole time. Uh, like I kind of guessed it was going to be Solus. Straight away. Oh, you well, I already knew, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, like, obviously it's going to be. But they did a good job of at least yeah, not, putting us, sowing some seeds of doubt that it yeah, might yeah. not be him. It might be like one of his agents yeah, or maybe yeah. something else. Well, which was I loved the reveal of the story. That was amazing. That, like, absolute massive spoilers here. I'm just yeah. going to spoil everything completely. That, <laughs> yeah. that Solus was actually Solus before he was Fen Harrell. Yes. And that the elven gods weren't gods at all. They were elven magisters. Yep. Which and th- they had slaves. And Solus just said, no, I don't like, I don't agree with slaves, so I'm going to remove your slave bindings. Yep. And then he he creates the veil. He breaks shit, completely and utterly wrecks shit. Typical trickster guard, eh? Yeah, so and, and now, so his mm. motivation, I didn't quite get why he was going to completely go back. At, like at the end and says, I'm, I, I have to do it. I've got to remove yeah. the veil. I didn't get that. I didn't get what his motivation for that was. That wasn't very clearly. Oh, but so I love the way he was totally prepared to screw over Corypheus. Corypheus is just a tool. Just, all I care uh, about is you opening my orb. Yep, that's, that's it. all I care about. And you're going to get destroyed mm-hmm. and I'm going to get my orb. And my, well, I can't even remember what it, what it was in his orb. That's a good segue actually to what mm. I wanted to say. There was not enough memory refreshing stuff in it. No, I not found for how it long several ago. points. There was stuff that was referencing, and I go, oh, I can almost remember what that's mm. referencing, but not quite. Can't you give me a little bit more information to jog my memory? Yep. I thought they did that poorly. Everything else they did quite well, but there was a lot of stuff, and particularly the flashbacks at the end. Mm. Mm. The stuff that that was relating to, half of it I'd completely forgotten what it was relating to. Yeah. And so it, it missed the, that resonance that you're supposed to get from those lovely ending sequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely could have been uh, – definitely a piece of content that could – Yeah, just a recap. And then when, had, you know, when the three of them – right at the start, when the mm. three of them are riding on horseback to the hearing, they could have just done a recap on all the stuff. Or all even the major like a, points, like a tapestry or something, something or all the maybe? all the choices you've made and all the results and everything. So, 
I would have liked it's, that. Yeah, it's hard coming back. It, it, that would be something that's also super annoying if you just played the whole game. You're yeah, like, if I, I didn't just know all this. It, yeah, if I just played it, I would you be annoyed. But I couldn't mm. remember about three quarters of the stuff they brought up. I mm. couldn't remember what I. I think I would think to myself, I remember making a decision based on this, but I can't remember what the other choices were, and I can't remember what the outcome of my decision was. Yeah, it could so, really yeah. even the tapestry online that you can go to could have some more details about what those choices yeah, are, actually what was meant. around them. Yeah, kind of thing. Then I would have got much more of that resonance from the mm. ending. But I think that's actually a good segue into what I wanted to say, mm. which is the problem I had with Jaws of Hakon, mm. is this DLC felt very encapsulated. Yeah. It felt very much like it's two years later. Yep. Don't think about all the stuff you've done before. That was two years ago. This is all happening now. Yeah, that's it. I thought that was done really, really well. I think it's great. And it definitely, I don't think it would have worked as the ending of the game. It's not the ending of the game. No, this is it's very much actually, a, yeah. uh, it's an epilogue. It's an epilogue. Or so, a, yeah. it's even maybe the prologue to Dragon Age 4 yeah, almost. Maybe depending like it, on what they do. It could, you could imagine that they could, if you didn't have this DLC, you had Dragon Age 4 start. This could be a cutscene. Yeah, where they got attacked at the meet, and yeah. you decided to do whatever you did, yeah. kind of thing. Let's yeah. let's rewind then, because there's so much there to talk about with that that ending there. We start with like how the elves. Just, just before yeah. we rewind, did you okay. talk to Cole? Uh, after or before? Before I talked to him before everything. And did he completely spoil the ending? But you didn't understand what he was saying. Oh, I mean, he may have. I didn't pick up anything from what he said about. Yeah, because I I spoke to him. Yeah, and he said. He's trying to fix it because when he broke it the first time, it was too broken and it needs to be fixed. I'm going, what the F are you on about? Oh. And that's like the very last thing that Solar says. So okay. Cole, again, and he did that all through Dragon Age as well. Yeah. You don't understand it because you know what he's talking about. about. But going back in hindsight, he's actually he's actually giving you massive Less plot spoilers. spoilers. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Cole's got a whole other de- hidden level that he didn't even realize. He's yeah. trolling you the whole time. Yeah. Yep. So the elf. Elven gods yes. aren't gods. They're no, just really they're just, powerful just, magicians, yeah. which is interesting how it, re- how it mirrors the Devinta yes. magicians trying to think yeah. they're gods well, as well. Yeah, and that's what Dorian freaked out when he found that out. I yeah. really like that. Yeah, that's yeah. one thing that they do so well mm. is the characters you've got in your party react to the information that you learn so well. Oh, definitely. Very good. Definitely. Uh, and that they were like – I just love the, the – how it's based based in real in the reality of the game. Yes. That yes, it completely changes the entire history of the planet. Well, how much of the about the chantry getting things wrong? Like just in general, the history that we understand is wrong. Yeah, and yeah. I love now how that. So you got the augurs who have the good spirits and the bad spirits, and that that real yep. integral relationship with them, yep. which is probably kind of comes back to that barbarians keep the old ways yes when the veil wasn't there and the fade and reality were in the same world what, uh, it was not the reality world. was it like yeah. the physical world and the and fade, the fade. Yeah. were together yeah. that's probably how they used to live was the good spirits would help fend off the bad spirits yeah. in the same way as the good people would help fend off the bad people, bad people. Yeah. from the land so that was a great little um how it just all fits together nicely I think the yes. the law all makes sense, even though I don't know if this is a retcon, if they've decided halfway through or this is always the plan to have oh, it this way. But it may just be a halfway I, through decision. I, as I see it, though, it kind of fits. It all fits right through. Uh, like I can't think of any inconsistencies with making this change that no. suddenly make it go, yeah, oh, yeah. well, that's just stupid because no, now it doesn't make it, sense. Yeah, no, it, no, it, it fits, fits yeah. you know. Um, and I love some oh, of the librarian spirits. You, yeah, she was hilarious. And I can tell you what the last person here said. Yeah. Oh, my God, what's going on? The walls are disappearing. The books are disappearing. And the floor. Oh, my God, the floor's disappearing. I wonder what's going to happen when it... 
and it and it just stops. And Florida said, "Beauty photo is dead." dead. Oh, that was oh, superb. Oh. It's very good fish of bit of humour. <laughs> yeah, I and it gives you a, just a little bit of a hint as to yeah, how freaked out they were. Oh well, that's a good point. Yeah, like to how un- utterly unexpected this yeah. particular move was. But I think as well, it, like to have. This archive spirit seems to be some sort of construct almost yes. for them. Yeah. And that when you have that sort of, like if this was Mass Effect, it would be some sort of AI holographic projection yeah. thing. Now we have like the fantasy version of that. Yeah. It's a very, very Avena. advanced society they had. They had yeah. portals and yeah. teleportation to other parts yeah. of their kingdom. You and had, they had libraries that basically shared yeah. books yeah. anywhere in the Anywhere in existence. Yeah. You go into a library and get a book from any other library Agreed. anywhere in existence. It's just like yeah. that's super advanced, yeah, you know, magic used. used the, and... all used the fade to do oh, it all. Oh, my God. Yeah, so their entire society was based on the fade being. I, mean, I guess it would be like if we lost electricity all of a sudden. Yeah. Our like I'll put a barrier up completely and changed, changed if we couldn't access, uh, access electricity anymore. Oh, different. So different. Yeah. Just the, the underlying foundations of society were based on... Yeah. It kind of reminds me a little Imagine. bit of um, uh, the Wheel of Time book series has a has a before time, a uh, time of le- called the Age of Legends, and their society was heavily based on magic. Like even to the point they had these like standing magical flows, and which then people could tap their appliances into. Okay. It's kind of like magic was their electricity kind of thing. Yeah. They had yeah. flying cars, which used the energy flows. And when those energy flows were cut off at the start of the calamity, and the flying cars just stopped working. Stopped working, and yeah. you know all their yeah, all the technology started breaking down. You started regressing to like a post-apocalyptic, yeah. you know, society kind of thing. I think that's really cool. So, and I love like Dalish elves are the old slaves. Yeah, yeah, that was that's great. That Gives them freaky, a yeah. beautiful backstory, and they're still stuck as being. Well, a lot of yeah. them are still stuck I would as love being to slaves. Have had Fenris in my party when you discovered that oh, Dragon Age Two, yeah. who hated slavers. Oh, he did. With and to passion. find out that the elves used to be slavers, slavers beforehand, I'd love to have seen his reaction to that. Yeah, your own people, yeah. man. Much more like the sounds like a lot like the caste society that the dwarves have. Yeah, maybe by the sounds of yeah, it. Yeah. So it's gonna be uh, interesting. They never went anywhere with that either. What's that? The, the, the dwarves were elves. The dwarves were elves. Yeah, did I so miss the, that? did you miss that bit? There's that the bit where you're finding out about Fen Harrell, and they're doing the translation of some stuff, and they translate that when they when they find out that the elves used to use lyrium, mm. and they say that say our little stones, bless our little stones, will never see the sun again, and then. There's a thing says that maybe the translation is lost. Some ancient words are lost, and maybe this little stones actually means little dwarves. And so the elves hmm. basically banished the dwarves underground to okay. do their bidding. Wow. And I thought, this is going to, oh my God, this is going to turn out that the elves are actually created humans and dwarves and canarian, but it never went anywhere. It just kind of stopped for that bit where they hmm. send the dwarves underground to mine the living room. For maybe them. it's. Um I, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was in that, in that tower. Yeah. It was in the tower where you're finding all about Fen Harrell. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm going to miss that. So look for that. So it definitely sounds like the, all the races might have been slaves underneath the elves. Yeah, yeah. The elves when did men hats. come on the scene? Is there a story well, there's nothing in, about... There's nothing in that about the men appearing, the humans appearing. There's so many different stories with men appearing at some point in the in like the past history that I'm getting them all confused yeah. about. And which particular yeah. mythos we got with this one? Okay, so there's no story about... No, there was just that basically the elves were were king mm, to the whole thing. Little yeah, gods. Yeah. So there were the elves and then the rebel elves. Oh, 
could you imagine how powerful they would have been with the Fade powering their magics yeah, as yeah. well? Like, presumably, yeah. like, you've got some sort of... Because I think maybe that the Fade is a lot more mental ability-based as opposed to actually being yeah, well, magic-based. Yeah. Kind of thing. Like, you use magic to pierce the veil to get in there, but I think once you're there, it's a lot about your mental fortitude to fight against, you well, know, the no, other the spirits whole thing, there. That was... Oh, see, now I'm getting confused because I'm listening to a talking book called Magician's <laughs> End. And it's very some very very similar. Is that um, Raymond Feist? Yeah, Raymond Feist. That's the last one, isn't it's, it? It's, I think it's actually in that where they're talking about magic is an illusion, and you're actually getting the universe to create the stuff uh, for you. I actually think that's Magician's End. I was about to say that that was that's in this. What that one is? But I think it's in Magician's End. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yep. so that tap. Oh, yeah. They there's tap no magic. The there's only tricks. Yeah. 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 Uh, but no, they tap into the fade, and they get the fade to do their bidding. Yeah, I, don't, the, I, don't know. I didn't get the impression that the demons existed before the veil, though. Well, the demons are a reflection of what supposedly like our own yeah, pride and that's the chantry's and love and belief in jealousy it. and stuff. Yeah, so every everything's been created by. You could imagine maybe that. Ooh, okay, so the maker is somewhere in this as well. He hasn't been addressed. Is he like something no, else, or is he? Too, hasn't been el- addressed. And yeah. if you got these elven gods. Right, basically yeah. running around the place. Any demon or any bad spirit is going to get knocked out, yeah. probably. Yeah, so that's the, true. you can imagine that in the thousands of years, these bad demons have started to take over the fade and assert their dominance again yeah. because there's no one in there stopping them, stopping them pushing yeah. them back or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and they take on our aspects because humans are the most populous people around, yeah. maybe, or something like that. Yeah. Could be. And in fact, that's what the Cerebash right at the end does is just keep bringing out demons to fight you. Yeah. A fade demon and a fear demon and a despair demon. demon. Uh, and what are, what are the succubus ones called? Desire demon. Desire, yeah. Desire yep. demon. Just keep drawing the demons out yeah. to distract you and make you fight them instead of fighting him. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was cool. Oh. That was a nifty fight, that one. Yep, yep. Definitely better than the descent. Yeah, yeah. The fighting that stupid golem thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't remember. No, I... I I definitely really enjoyed my time with this. Apart from the fire annoyed me because I felt like there was some way to get past it. The purple it fire, they, the yeah. Purple, and no, then I'm like... There wasn't. Well, you can get past it. You got to use your ability, though, to get past it. How? No, so you didn't find this part out. You didn't go online and look it you up. You got to be a necromancer. No, no, you just got to... Um, you get an ability um, at the start of the, the DLC, like another fade rift yeah, focused okay, ability. Yeah, I was about to talk about the new anchor abilities. You yeah. use that one and it makes you invulnerable for like five seconds and you just run what? through the fire. And you get to the other I side don't and get to that. It. That's the very first one you get, is it? I think so. Yeah, I yeah, didn't see. Now that that actually yeah. telegraphs really into one of my negative comments about it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, we got anything to say about the ancient, ancient elves and Fenrius's? No, I'd love to that, know what no? he's going to do. I, yeah. I really love the fact that he was soulless before he was Fenrir. So the whole time. I'm finishing Dragon Age Inquisition. I thought, oh, he's Fen Harrell all along. But then you catch up with him and he mm. says, no, I was soulless before I was Fen Harrell. Yep. Yes, I am Fen Harrell. Yep. But just like you're the Inquisitor, you're not the Inquisitor. You're Maxwell, whoever you are. That's it. But they called you the Inquisitor. I am soulless. I was soulless. Oh, they called me Fen Harrell. Yeah. I like that. I thought that was really cool. Good. Again, it, it- just sort of beds them down as real people with real motivations. Yeah. And, and also the choices that you make at the end mm. that, you know, yes. are you going to stop him at all costs or are you going to try and yeah. change his mind at all costs and are you going to disband the Inquisition or are you going to keep keep the Inquisition? And, it, like, it implies that stuff's going to continue on 
further yes. down the track. Yes. So I wonder I, um, if they're going to take that into account in Dragon Age 4. I really I hope know. so. Because I tried, I picked the, I'm going to try to change his mind. Yes, so did thing. I. Because yeah. I'm like, I feel that. I was super goody goody. Yeah. Well, I think for his motivations, it made sense at the time to pay those yeah, tyrant. Yeah. Well, and you've you got to remember, he's been in, he's like been in stasis for thousands of years. He doesn't really know. He's actually only been awake for like a, as long as you know him. Yeah. He basically yeah, woke yeah. up just before Dragon Age Inquisition. Exactly. So, so you've known him for his entire awake period. And I feel like the world, if he's going to do this, I'd rather shepherd the world into having the fate come back rather than let him go off and do it yeah. at his own time frame and then yeah. like and it's just going to kill everyone exactly yeah. exactly I think we can I think, the, I think the barbarians have shown us there's a way to live with the spirits yeah and that if we can teach people about it and now I've got Liliana set up in the Chantry to change what the Chantry yeah, so does that'll be a driving force Cassandra to, in there oh Cassandra so well, you got, you got your person in there yeah, I suppose it's completely so different with Cassandra that'll be That'll be interesting. Well, Cassandra's a lot more conventional, I would yeah. imagine, than Liliana as well. well so Liliana's so. creating a whole new um, era of spies. Oh, yeah. So she's yeah, yeah. preparing for the future. So she's sending her little spies out, out. And she gets um, okay. the Scout Harding and I can't – she lists off a couple of the characters. Yep. But I remember who they were at the time. I can't mm. remember them now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. says, yeah, you, you get the feeling that she's planning for the – for her succession, as yeah. it's going to be needed. Yeah. So I, I knew as I was watching the ending that those endings will be all very different based on the choices you made. Yes. So I might have to go on online and, and have a look and see some people have recorded different endings, so I can see some. Yeah, different yeah, it's different ones. And what did you pick for the actual like? What what are you going to do with the Inquisition? What did you pick? So I, I um, picked the hissy fit disbanding ending. Which I liked. Drop the book and yeah, walk out. Drop the book. Yep. You choose the same one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it did exactly the kind of thing I was thinking. Yep. That, I was like, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. That's it. Mic drop. I'm out of here. Yeah. I've done everything. I, I I'll myself. fix this. You guys are useless. I'm going to fix this. <laughs> and he did. That was perfect. It was great. I think with I spent. One arm. Yeah, with one arm. Yeah. How crazy is that? Um, that was nice. I had to cut the arm off yes. to, already, to, yeah, to, to do that. That's cool. Yeah. I think I think when the fade drops back down again, when we go into the fade, we're going to have like a magic arm instead to replace oh, it. Instead, my, yeah. is my, that'd be interesting. My idea, um, but that choice about the Inquisition, I sat I sat there for like fifteen minutes trying to pick what I wasn't. I was yeah. like, oh, you know, there would be some benefit in keeping thing like I built a lot here, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And then at the end, I was like, you guys just gave me stick this entire time I've been here for yeah. this stupid, you know, uh, meeting. I built the Inquisition from scratch last time. I'll yeah. goddamn do it again, yeah. Yeah. all right? And I'd, already, I'd actually already made that decision right at the start of the DLC. Oh, you, you were like... Because it kind of talks to you about why you're going... Yeah, there was definitely And a couple of people ask you questions and you can ask their opinion mm. on it. And so I kind of made my mind that first, very first bit, I was going to disband the Inquisition. Yeah. It was time for the Inquisition to be disbanded. Mm. So I liked that there were the choices and that they were really... You know, the, I thought they were really good choices. The yeah, definitely. you could say... And I wonder how the if how the choice of um, it says something along the lines of you can pick one and you'll be more secure but yet more powerful. Or yeah, more like powerful this. but more susceptible to corruption. Yeah, if you if the Inquisition doesn't disband, mm. you'll be more powerful with what you're trying to do with Solus. Yeah, but you'll be risk corruption, and otherwise you'll not be as powerful. But there's almost no risk of corruption. Now that's a fascinating concept to throw into the game. Well, particularly when it turns out that the whole Kunari thing was the Inquisition's fault, that the spies that had got into the Inquisition were the ones that let the Kunari plot, oh. Dragon's Breath, 
go forward. Yes. So that was yes. really good. That was another reason why I thought the Inquisition needs to get disbanded. Exactly. We didn't build the organization correctly to, yeah. to stop that sort of stop that happening. Stop that happening. Yeah. Um, I guess the the threat of the the fade rifts was a bit more in your face and yeah. urgent. Where yeah. Solus's one's going to be a lot more behind the scenes. You're not going to know yeah. about it until it happens, yeah. kind of thing. So it makes sense, I think, to be more secure and build the organization. Yeah. And but I, I wonder, like, if just to, just to speculate wildly, I wonder if rather than have a good and a bad renegade paragon sort of yeah. choice system kind of thing, if there's like a you can be more forceful with your new party, that'll get you more security and more power, but it'll lack in something else instead. And yeah, there'll be like some sort yeah. of triangle you've got to manage yeah, balance to stuff. like to, when you build. Like I, I guess I really what I really want is a metagame in well, same thing as you wanted with um, Andromeda. Some meta game about keeping viability up on the planets yeah, and build yeah. and <clears throat> you yeah. know if I'm building Skyhold I wanted a, a thing where we get assaulted and I have to spend resources and building yeah, up the walls because yeah. you know and some just like there's the RPG here and there's some sort of other meta game going on over here yeah. that I can work on and if it's some sort of triangle about weeding out people but if you weed out uh, intruders you might lose loyalty because yeah, people yeah. are not you're not you're putting people through you know inquisitions yeah. and things yeah. or so you, you know, miss out on know. a couple of good characters because. So yeah, you don't get you're these being too two much bad zealots, you, you know, know. But you miss out on these two good guys as well. You could do something like that. Yeah. That could be maybe there's some stuff being set up there. Yeah, for for Dragon Age Four. So I look well, they could to have that. done that. They, they kind of did it with the agents that you got. I thought I was really disappointed that all the agents did was increase the time or decrease the time. Cullen, Josephine, oh. and Liliana took yep. to do missions of the war table. Mm. I thought it would have been much better if they'd done other things like. Giving you an extra reward, or, or I don't know, come up with some other things other than just it reduces the time taken. Yeah, I thought that was a bit lame because it was. I felt really excited when I kept finding someone that I could bring in mm. to become an agent for the Inquisition. Yep. I thought that was really good. I felt like I was building this organization. This yeah, but yeah, all that meant was Again, yeah. The War Table was a good little mini game, but yeah. it needed more of a game, not just game to um, it. Yeah. not just a selected location. Yeah. If there was something else there, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is or what I'm after, but I want well, it's, a it's kind thing. of I think it's the same thing that I felt was missing from Mass Effect, where you set up these characters so they play quite differently, and yet there's no informa- intelligence gathering segment to say, okay, I'm going to the on priest de Leon. Yeah. What characters do I need? So okay, there's going to be lots of fire resistant creatures there. Okay, so I don't bring my fire mage with me. I bring my ice mage with me. Yeah, that kind of. Stuff. I'd really like that kind of mini game where you can do a little bit of preemptive information gathering and then it really tells you which party members to bring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it also gives you reason to mix up your party members a lot more. Yes. Because which is it's always a reason such you need. a pain in the neck to gear them up in the first place. I ended up sticking with the same three. Yeah, I think once they can I geared them up properly definitely improve, just stuck with the same three. Improve that whole building in uh, your companions and followers would be good. Yeah. Definitely would be massive help. Uh so yeah, I uh, Really happy with the story. Really happy where they went with it. I'm happy yes. for where they're going. Yeah, yeah. Where this might go for Dragon Age Four, and I think that was the other point I wanted to make earlier about. I mentioned that when I played Baldur's Gate Two, yeah, that the world just felt lived in. Yes, and I think Dragon Age has finally hit that point yeah, yeah. now with this reveal yeah, yeah. about really, how the, yeah, the history yeah. was. 
That was felt like a real re- real Reveal. revelation. I knew how yeah. the world, I knew how the fail worked. I understood. Yeah. You set all this stuff up, and now you've just told me it's not that. Yeah, it's not what you thought all along. And yeah. all these little bits, You're yeah, completely so wrong. Yeah, it yeah, definitely feels good. better than now. And I think all those little codex nodey things that I found throughout yes. all the different alluvian mirrors and things yeah. really helped that as well. Oh, I didn't like that mm. either. It, uh, it was, maybe it's just the PlayStation, but it was so hard. The codex is so big. Oh. And it's so hard to see where your new entries were. Oh, well, that's, and when you did yeah, try okay. and read them, it, again, only gave you a quarter of the screen. Why can't uh, I blow it up to the full-size screen so I yep. can read the codex entry? Yeah, that's the exact same problem again. Yeah, and why can't you let me better show codex. me which ones are the new ones? And You just need the main log. Yeah. You need the log of yeah, all the things that, that happened in the game so you can just quickly go back and, and find them. I mean, I've completely finished Dragon Age Inquisition mm. now, and there's still I've still got blank spots in my codex. Wow. So I don't know... How, obviously, some of it is the specialty classes of the other other classes oh, yeah. in play. Okay. Yeah, but there's some monsters that I got blank spots, so there were monsters that I never found. Wow. Yeah, that's some, crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. I haven't looked in. It's so been, big. Uh, it's it's much bigger than oh maybe I'm. It looks bigger than the Mass Effect Codex because of the way it's presented. It's actually mm. smaller than the Mass Effect Codex. Okay, but it's presented in a much more appealing way because of the little panels. Okay. Yep. And the yep. little pictures, I find that much more appealing than just the. List of a lists. wall of text, text that you get from Mass Effect. Mm. But yeah, so mm. it actually, it made me want to go and read through it, but it was just, uh, yeah, I, I didn't. Need to, like it's as long again as playing the whole game to read all the code entries. entries. Yeah, yeah. I want to go back and I do want to read. Um, actually, I might go Art find. In High Town. But I might go find it like online. I'm sure someone's put yeah. all the text so I can just read it. Yeah. Not through all these little tiny. Yeah. Would be good because it looked it looked pretty when I when I scanned I'm like oh this looks like it'd be quite funny yeah. and it is Varric after all so yeah. I'm sure it'd be interesting. And did you find the one that he hadn't written? Yes, the, un- the future. Yes, and then like did you, like Cassandra reads it out during the credits oh, as oh, well. Did, okay. did you not hear that? No. Oh, she That's like because um, my Cassandra defined Victoria. Did she? Who read it out for you then? Did someone read out the no her, no his one book read it out no, during the credits? So, so Varric gave. So Divine Cassandra complained about her hat, which I thought was really, really funny. <laughs> uh, and Varric gives her the latest copy of the trashy sword and sorcery novel that okay. he writes. Yep, yep. So there must be even more. Did you watch the credit? Like it's actually yeah, yeah. during the credits, she starts reading out like all the descriptions of all the characters and stuff. And oh, okay, no, and whatnot. I must have walked away at that point. I walked in. Yeah, I might have missed the first one, right. but then I'm like hanging around and listening to it, and it's. It, you definitely go look it up on YouTube and just watch it because okay. it's definitely worth. Yeah. I won't spoil it then. I it's tried to good. fast forward the um, credits because uh, mm. I know they like putting stuff in it, but I couldn't get the fast forward button to work, so I just walked away and yeah, then came enough. back towards the end and saw that little blurb that said "Thank you for all the cartoons and yep. jokes and stories." And yep. yeah, I'll definitely go do a YouTube, do a little okay. YouTube for that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. she's hilarious. There's so much. They just put so much content into their games. It's yeah. amazing. Definitely for this, what these, maybe the jaws of Hakon might be a little bit light on content in comparison yeah. to this one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's just another area. Area with it nice could have just been an add-on area for the main game. Yeah, definitely. Really, that's really all it was. Yeah, I think it still plays better after you defeat, defeat Corypheus, yeah. story-wise. But yeah. yeah, it is just another area. Uh, so yeah, let's talk, let's talk about this, this purple fire. Then you had yes. some comments before. Yeah. So there were a couple of things that really bugged me. Mm. So the new anchor abilities was one. I don't think I used them to be honest. I don't even remember what I just remember. No, well, because yeah. they're just 
they don't tell you how to use them. They just tell you that you can use them. <sighs> okay. They don't tell you how to use them. Yeah. And I also didn't like that right at the end, they took a strength of yours and turned it into a liability. You know, in the final fight when the anchor's overloading and if you don't discharge it before it gets uh, to three, it explodes. Yep. yep. So they, I, I kept building it up to three and then doing one of my most powerful abilities mm. with it. But now I couldn't do that anymore because as soon as it got to three, it exploded. Yeah. So they really turned good. one of your strengths into a liability. I really yeah. didn't like that. You didn't like that? No. Oh. Because I, thought- I didn't want to do it at two. I wanted to do it at three. But they didn't even give you a second at three. As soon as it hit three, it exploded. So you could oh. never use your power at three. At volume three. Uh, okay. I never... I didn't try to do that. I just used it at, at two. Yeah, okay. Whenever well, I went tried up. to that's do it at three. Yeah, uh, twice I tried to do it at three and you can't. You didn't get enough time to do it. Yeah. So that bothered me. Okay. But also, so clearly you, you had to use the anchor to go through that purple flame. But yes. there was no clue at any point in that. No. And the one that really, 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 really bothered me, yeah. and I'll explain why in a minute, mm. is the barrels of Gatlock that can only be blown up by you using the new anchor ability that it never tells you about, that that's how you do it. Oh, with that, that's with the- um, The rings around the dragon. Oh, yeah. See, I- Yeah, that's what clued me in. I was, like, I was missing something. Yeah, I ended yeah. up just killing the dragon because yep. and he I just ran out of so, HP. You know? I got so annoyed with that dragon. Mm. I wailed on it until it was nearly dead. And yeah. the canary started taunting me. Yeah. Oh, is this how the Inquisition act? Counting a poor defenseless little creature. Yeah, oh. yeah. So I stopped. <laughs> And yep. got killed by its poison breath and gave it yeah. the finger. <laughs> so you have to use the ang- but, yeah. but that's mm-hmm. not what bothered me. Mm. What bothered me is I had the dragon outside the ring of fire. I mm. had moved the ring of fire so the dragon could not move away from the doors. I opened both doors. The dragon didn't do anything. Oh, really? So that is bad, 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 mm. bad, bad programming. I knew that... I couldn't move that final ring yep. because the cart was in the way. Yeah. Okay. So then either don't let the dragon get out of the ring still yeah. or don't let the doors open because there was nothing, absolutely <laughs> nothing stopping it flying out the open doors. Yeah. But it wouldn't do it because I hadn't blown up that ring. That was terrible. Hmm. I sat there. I couldn't. I could actually not run between the two pulleys because the dragon was in the way. The dragon oh, was wow. literally pressed up against the gate, the yeah. closed gate. So he's definitely easy to escape. There's no way it couldn't have flown out when <laughs> I opened the doors and it didn't fly yeah. out simply because I hadn't moved that one firing. So it should have stuck halfway yeah, so that there was no obvious. way the dragon could get to the mm. door. And then it would have worked out, okay, I've got to do something about that Gatlock barrel. Well, I did the same thing. I tried thing. targeting it with lightning oh, bolts. I hit it with every spell I tried I had. swinging it with my sword. <laughs> Apart from the focus abilities, which I should have been using. Yeah, that that really was pretty poor. I was... I was furious at that point. Yeah. And I went and looked it up online and that made me even angrier. Because mm. it I mean it's bloody obvious when you think about it, but that at no other up, point yeah. in the game does it teach you that mechanic. It doesn't teach you that mechanic, so you don't learn it. And I don't see why hitting something with the fireball shouldn't set it off. No, it it's should. Gonna, it's gonna when explode, it set off it all the others. Like, come on. Hitting it with a lightning bolt or a or fireball something. has set off all the others. Yeah. Why is it not set off that one? And I worked yeah. out, okay, it's a trolley full of Gatlock. You've got to blow it up. Obviously. So then I spent all this time trying to blow it up. Meanwhile, the dragon's wailing on me with mm. poison breath, mm. and I'm dying, and so then mm. I have to worry about all my characters being dead. And you've got Kunari constantly running in yeah, to worry about as well. it was really poor. It was really, for such a simple thing, yeah. it was really poorly designed. A bit of a shame on that one. It could have been just a couple of, well, that goes back to the fire as well. Like it was, I got, because you know when you see something like that, you're like, oh, 
I can't get past this. I tried jumping over yeah. it. I jumped, tried to jump outside the barriers. Yeah. Okay. So climbing the, up the wall to get around it. <laughs> whatever, yep. you know, I like. I tried all that too. So you're like, you got, you, so you, your thing is, you've got two options then. Either I haven't got the ability to get past it and I'm going to obtain an ability or an item. Yeah. Or it's not supposed to be getting gotten past. And yeah. therefore, I should just ignore it. But obviously, I'm like, well, it's not the second, not the second one because I can see there's a chest that I can yeah. loot. So yeah. obviously, I'm supposed to get past it. Yeah. So you wait, and you're like, oh, I'll get it eventually. Eventually, it'll come along. Oh, uh, eventually, I'll get it. Eventually, it'll get that item. And then the end, I'm just like, you I'm forgot, look it up online. You forgot option three, where you cheese the game. Yeah. Well, did you cheese it to get past yeah. it? So because you must have, because you got the note. I swapped to Cassandra. Yeah. Who had enough hit points uh, to, run, to through run through it. Through it. Okay. And then I opened the loot with Cassandra, and then. Changed my <laughs> active character to one of the other three, and she ran through it undamaged. Oh, yeah, it's I, it just ignores it. Yeah, when it's not your when it's not the main character running through it. it just ignored <laughs> it. Hilarious. So I cheesed the game. Nice. I okay. loved it. It was great. Well, that's fair enough. Yeah, because even when I looked it up online, uh, there were quite a few threads of people asking the same question. Okay. So yeah, it wasn't obvious crazy. at all. No, especially when it's... It didn't make a big deal of that. Because the ability... I don't remember what the ability is, but it, it's not just invulnerability. It's actually like a two-step ability. I'm pretty sure. Well, there was a one where it glows like a torch, which you had to use in the dungeon. Yep. Underground. Then that then does damage to the enemies near you. Yep. Which is what you needed to blow up the Gatlock thing to yep. let the dragon out. And then the final step is it's overloading and, and it oh, okay. blows up. A it must be when you pull the torch out, it makes you invulnerable I think for it's a few right seconds. at the start. No, I think it's right at the start. Yeah. It says now when you activate your... Anchor, you yep. get invulnerability to damage for a few seconds. Yeah. I okay. do. Now that you've said it, I remember them it totally breezed over it right at the start. Oh, yeah, it was really quick. And I never used it. As soon as it said, I'm like, oh, okay. I, yeah. I'm, I'm with you now. I, yeah. I know what it is, but I'm like, ah, oh, could you not have given me just one? Yeah. Like one clue that that's what you were supposed to do to use it to get past the purple fire. It, it kind of comes down to that, one of those things where you're like, you don't do you want, want to be spoon fed, fed, but I don't want to have this. Yeah. At the same time, it's like or even. But they could have easily done a mechanic where you had to walk through a wall of fire, and it says, "Okay, in order to walk through this wall of fire, you've got to activate your anchor, and then you get immunity to damage." You walk through the wall of fire, and you go, "Okay, that's how it works." Ah, oh, maybe that's how I get through the purple fire as well. I'll try it. Ah, oh, it something works. like that. Hey, that's all they need to do. Something or, like that. Hey, Varric can say something like, "Hey, Dipstick, how about you check out your?" Yeah. Didn't that ability that you got well, just give you some they vulnerability? Say, they kept going. <laughs> oh, the the cards blocking the flames. Yeah. The card's blocking it. It's blocked. I know it's blocked, blocked. you dickheads. Obviously. Why can't one of you say- That's not the hit I want. <laughs> we can't blow it up. Maybe you can use the anchor to blow it up. Oh, that's Something. right. Oh, I got Anything. a new ability that Don't I just, just got this say one. This, mm. Like, it's- it's just more infuriating when they tell you what you already know and they don't yeah. give you a clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even more infuriating. I think, too, maybe because it's a, it's a change in an ability that you've already kind yeah, of had. Yeah, that you've been for, playing for the whole game. So you're like, yeah. now you've... Anyway, so that was a couple of little disappointing yeah. bits in there that just... That really bothered me. Just I a little almost bit killed the dragon in frustration. Well, I did if, kill it. I definitely the killed the dragon. If the been I taunting just... me, I, wouldn't, I would have killed it. Yeah, yeah. But the canary taunting me stopped me killing it <laughs> and made me go online to find out how to do it instead. Yeah, I probably... What happens uh, when you kill the dragon? It just dies. Doesn't yeah, nothing, I don't, nothing fancy. No, nothing springs to mind. When you let anyway. it go, you move the rings, you open the gate and it just flies out. It just runs and flies okay. out. Oh, it stomps a few canary on the way and then oh, it flies yeah. off. It's not. I figured that was probably more like a Dragon Age 4 thing. Like you you meet up with a dragon... In Dragon Age oh, Four, yeah, maybe, yeah. and then there might maybe. be something else there. That, that's kind of why I wanted to save it mostly was because yeah. of that. I'm like I've already killed like twelve dragons. Like, what's one more? Yeah, what's one shit? more? I know. You know, exactly. you don't I don't care about dragons in this game because yeah. they're not special apparently. Yeah. So, 
Well, like, if you leave them too long, they get taken over by Darkspawn and start another yeah, purge. So, arch demon. Yeah. yeah, like we don't really want to let them. Because yeah. I, I presume that I don't think that the um, uh, a bit of fuzzy remembering of Dragon Age Origins. Yeah. I think they make the kind of um, idea that the the dragons are living underneath the ground already. Yes. Um, and that sort of thing. But I think maybe what is the spirit, whatever demon it is, is under the ground and it goes and finds a dragon, takes over yeah. it and becomes the arch demon. I don't think yeah. the dragons are just are already under the ground already because we see like that demon from Hakon. Yeah. Uh, it is Hakon, isn't it? Yeah, it's Hakon. Um, yeah. Takes over a dragon's body. Yeah. I presume that's what happens, but whatever these demons are, well, they're probably um, magisters, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Magister they're spirits. Is, um Brethren, yeah, yeah, that are doing that, I presume, and possessing um, a dragon's body because it's the most powerful creature on the. Why not, status. man? Hey, if I'm yeah. going to pick a pick a creature. I'm definitely not picking one of those ugly darkspawn things. No. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No thanks. And Kirby's not much better looking himself. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, I guess uh, you know. I just I love those mirrors. Yeah, <laughs> I want more Olivian mirrors in my in my future. And the, and just, the red eggs that make the rocks appear out of nowhere. Uh, no, I'm forgetting that. When you go into the Alluvian, yep, and then there's the the paths to get to the Alluvians, yep, and then there's red these big red Faberge oh, eggs, yeah, yeah, and you activate them, and suddenly a green mist appears, yes, and you can run, and a path Across it. appears underneath. I you. think that's part of like the, some of the broken technology. That would have worked differently yeah, yeah, back yeah. in the day, yeah. and now it works weird because there's no fade anymore, <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. That whole broken, that whole. I have to say, the these DLCs have had some great set pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked um, fantastic. Yeah. The ocean in. Um, yes. In the descent, descent yeah. was amazing. Yeah. That was kind of like the moment for when you first hit one of those vaults in Andromeda. Yeah. And you see how big it is, and it's just yeah, like yeah. vastness underneath. Yeah. And you're like, holy crap! There's a whole ocean. Yeah, that Under first here, oh, vault. Stunning. That first vault in Andromeda, just enormous. And oh. then at that point on, the vaults are much smaller. Much, much smaller. Yeah. Uh, it's not even – I don't know why they had to be smaller because it wasn't like you could go there. It was just no. to give you a gist on yeah. how big this how machinery big was. was that was yeah. doing it. Yeah. Uh, and, I kind and, of forgot, actually, in my playthrough that that first vault was so big. Yeah. It's so massively vast. Yeah. It's yeah. humongous, humongous. Uh, no companions died, which was kind of – I don't know. Dis- I don't know if disappointing is the right word, but I kind of. Thought- you wanted dead companions. I didn't want dead. I don't want any of my companions to die. No, See, but I, maybe I, I wanted the opportunity to save them. Well, you get to save Blackwall. Yes. And you get to not kick out Sarah. Yes. But that's pretty much it. Yeah. There's no Iron I, Cole. I think you can. You Cole can, be- can get. I think you can send Cole on his way. Yeah. You can't keep him around yeah. either. So there's, yeah. a, so there's three of them. There's that. that but that's. Uh, I guess what I'm thinking of, uh, one of our listeners emailed in. I don't remember who it was now. I was talking about uh, Knights of the Fallen Empire from Star Wars The Old Republic. Oh, yes. And um, in Star Wars, you can – there's definitely like some choices you have to make. Uh, if you choose wrong or choose differently, then your companions can die. Yeah. No, they die. Oh, they, die. they actually okay. get killed kind of thing. Um, they're a little bit irreverent about killing people off, I suppose, in that one. You can even uh, – like one of them – one of the Cathars who's super annoying, who I hated when I played the Trooper class story because he's part of that class story and one of the yeah. companions there. Yep. He messes up. So my Sith Inquisitor was more than happy to execute <laughs> him for his his stupidity in a mission and yep. you get to hang him kind of thing or 
even if you hang them or if you just shoot them, whatever it is, but you'd like take them out and stuff. So you have those kind of choices. I thought maybe with the stakes being so high, we might have that, but no, not, not this yeah. time. You know, no. maybe Solos might have taken one out in order to make his getaway or something like that, but it didn't work that way. I, I suppose it comes back to that whole negative choices, bad choices, bad negative consequences on your game and yeah. stuff. Like if I choose not to use the evil dead Sith Emperor's powers, then one of my companions will die. Will I sacrifice some of my control over myself yeah. and use this power in order to save my friends? Yeah. Or do I stick to my principles and yeah. give him the finger kind of thing? So maybe something like, I don't know, something like that. Maybe you had to sacrifice a companion in order to keep the mark from exploding and... Yeah, I think the characters need to be more differentiated for that to really have a lot of impact. Yeah, that's true. Because I didn't true. find the characters with that differentiated. They were pretty much they were pretty with much, you and, yeah. it, and, you know, there's not a lot of... They're either a wizard or a fighter or a rogue. Yeah. Even though Sarah had a... I mean, Sarah had a bow and Farrakh had a crossbow. They're practically the same. Yeah. And Cole had the daggers. But you didn't really see how effective they were because the way the combat works, mm. I never really saw how effective any of the rogues were particularly. And the only reason I saw how effective mm. the fighters were was because I had Cassandra and she just always had guard up constantly. Yeah. And so she never fell. She never yep. got knocked unconscious. She just kept fighting. Yeah, yeah. Whereas then when I put the Iron Bull in, suddenly the Iron Bull would have oh, no hit points left oh and I'd have to go and save his butt. And Blackwell was the same. He was he was good, not quite as good as Cassandra, but just a couple yeah. of steps off, I think off, they I needed to be, you know, more differentiation, like make the Iron Bull do such amazing damage that it was obvious when he was in the party that he was <clears> doing so much damage. And yeah, Cassandra never falls, never falls down. So okay, you don't ever, don't ever need to worry about Cassandra. And maybe Blackwall is really, really good at taunting or something. So yeah, the monsters are always running after Blackwall. So you just got to. That's interesting. Yeah, make them uh, so differentiated that it's really obvious mm -hmm. what each character's role is. Whereas I never really found that the characters were that differentiated. Yeah, I that comes back down to the combat just and particularly yeah with only the six abilities you can have going at any one time the combat is just not as good as it should be nah it's nowhere near as nowhere near as fun definitely playing Final Fantasy just drives that home because you've got classes in that like the Red Mage which is kind of like a melee half range character like yeah. it has some closing abilities and then push you back away again kind of thing so it yeah. plays very differently to you know, uh, an archer or, yeah. you know, you got the bard class, which is all a lot of buffing and support classes and stuff. Yeah. Like it just, maybe if the lore is like really rich now, the the lore around like classes, what people do and how people fight has gone really, really skinny and, yeah. and shallow in the, uh, as the game's gone on. I suppose did Origin only had, had the same kind of thing, I suppose, as the three major classes. Yeah, and, but because it was turn-based, you could really see the difference like, yeah. And you could chain the spells together. Yep. So you petrify them and then you hit them with stone fists and they shatter. And you could really see the impact of the different classes. Yeah, I'm pretty convinced that they've taken a turn-based combat and tried to make it action and it just doesn't It doesn't work, work because you can't see the individual powers working, no. No, it's... Like I could see Varric yeah. flipping backwards when he did his flipping backwards ability, yep. but I couldn't see the impact that it had on the monster. Mm. So I just I knew that he was using that because I've seen him flip backwards. But yeah, whereas when you were controlling each party member individually and saying, this turn do this, this turn do this, this turn do this, you really saw the impact of each character and you really got to learn how each character fought. Yep. Whereas I swapped into Cassandra once and had no idea what to do, so I just mm. swung a sword around. Yeah. Because I had no idea how to use her. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So you don't, you don't know which abilities to give her yeah. either to make her most effective or anything yeah. like that. 
So they're actually, yeah. it, that would be my biggest complaint of it. The characterization is fantastic. The story is fantastic. The world is fantastic. Okay, the loot's crap. The loot is my biggest complaint. But other than the loot, it's the fact that the combat system is just so pants. Yeah, I could deal with the I could deal with the loot. I can't deal with the loot, but being an issue, I could deal with I could deal with the crap combat system if the loot was more interesting. Yep, and I could deal with the crap. No, I couldn't. No, do it. I mean no. the combat is so like you spend so much time doing it. Yeah, I'm just pressing R two on the controller. Just yeah. swing most of the magic stuff. Swing, 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 swing. Okay, now I use the spell. Swing, 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 swing. It's just mind numbing. Particularly when the monsters have like twenty five and thirty five thousand hit points, mm. and you're doing two hundred with a hit, it's just so long you're fighting them for. And you're stuck in one spot, just hitting it. And yeah. Hit, yeah, and it's not like you're going to lose because they're not doing enough damage to you for it to ever be a threat. Yeah. So okay, no, well, if just, it's no, if, if no mm. threat, why are you making me fight it for this long? Mm. Yeah. But then the dragon were quite interesting fights, which was weird because I found as soon as I closed on the dragons, they were no threat. If you're right up under its legs and under its tail, yep. it's no threat at all. But if you hang back and it can use its tail to sweep you and its breath weapon to hit you, they're a real threat. Yeah. That was an interesting design. The I I think the not being able to move quickly and easily stops you from doing interesting stuff like having um, – like get out of certain sections. Yeah. You know, like a tail suit's coming in, you've got to move out of the way so you can – you can then have like a reticule, like a marker on the ground that says this is the yeah, area yeah, it's going to be. You need to be out no, of here. Just, instead of just swept its tail and you basically got knocked over. Yeah. You basically had no choice because you didn't know it was coming. And just little extra mechanics they could have into the fights to make them more interesting. Like Yeah, um, and then they could make those things more dangerous. So if you didn't do it, you were in a whole world of pain. I think maybe... As opposed to just slightly inconveniencing, but you can't avoid it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think mechanics really make the these type of combat systems more more fun. Like more you've got to be yeah, in the red just, crystals. It's just to, not interesting. Oh, the, man, uh, Star Wars has got, uh, in the latest Operation boss fight, um, lots of AOE damage going everywhere, and you have two polarities. You're going to be blue or red. Oh, yeah. And to block blue damage, you have to be on the blue shield and yeah. block red damage. So now you have... And it has these, uh, like, windscreen wipers that come out. And they yeah. just swipe the whole area with like a like a thin layer of damage, and you, yeah. so you got to like switch to the right color to get through those. But then at the same time, yeah. you occasionally have like uh, uh, coming from above bombs yeah. that are a different color, so you yeah. need to like dodge them, dodge the wiper, be in front of it, wait for that yeah. one to hit down, then switch over, run through the <laughs> thing, and then and then back on you know either damage or healing or whatever else you do, like. Those things keep you on your toes, not just in their fire, and you've yeah, got to also yeah. then watch your environment yeah. and react to it. And I think get rid of the tactical stuff completely. Like, if you're not going to make a tactical game because you can't, because it's got to work on a controller, yeah, get, get rid, rid of that. Of that. Make, make moving my character another integral part yeah. of it. Give make me some commands I can issue, and yeah. let's, I will. Make it more Mass Effect, I suppose, because Mass Effect, you don't control your, your companions. I never got bored with Mass Effect combat, no. never. That was that was probably the best part of that game. I got frustrated that I couldn't try all the different guns out, but I never got yeah. bored with the combat. You know, and it's a bit of a bullet spongy kind of thing, and maybe the profiles weren't quite as useful as we thought they were going to be. Yeah, but it's still more fun than Dragon yeah. Age. Yeah, a lot combat. more fun. Yeah, that's hundred percent, hundred percent. So that brings us to the end of Dragon Age Inquisition. Unless well, you have some other amazing insight to Dragon Age Four. Well, you want to try to do it? Well, it, there's no there's no news on Dragon Age Four. I haven't had a look. No, okay. There's no, there's no, no official rumors or anything like that. Just that it's most likely in pre-production. Yep, and that's it. But what are your thoughts? Because Dragon Age <laughs> Origins and Dragon Age Two and Dragon Age Inquisition mm. all completely 
had a new story, totally new people. Well, mostly totally new people. Just with a totally new story. But I think the way Dragon Age Inquisition Trespasser ends, it paves the way for Dragon Age 4. Well. Which would mean... I don't think so. I think what this one's going to be is your character's going to not be playable in the in the next one. Okay. Because they're going to have, only have one arm. They're yeah. not going to be able to fight anymore. Yeah. Like, I know I said my spirit, my magic yeah, arm yeah, thing yeah. would be fun, but yeah. I don't think it... I think... In in the next one, your war ta- war ca- your war council yeah. will be like Cullen. It'll be um, Cassandra or Liliana, depending on whether yeah, or not yeah. she's flipped through or something like yeah. that. And maybe your Inquisitor will be on the war, war council, yeah. and yeah. then you'll play a new character coming in, um, doing it that way. Yeah. I, th- I think because you're right, but it is the first time they've 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 never yeah, had a set up. A continuation into the next mm, game. Yeah, yeah. I and I only before. hope that that is what it is and they don't go off on a completely different tangent and just leave this, the end of Trespasser, just, just leave oh. it at that. Because they could go off on a completely different tangent like they have mm, previously. Solus has got a pretty... It's a pretty cool story. I'd like to see how that story develops. present danger. Like, I don't yeah. think he's going to hang around for too long waiting to enact no. his plan. So no, I get the feeling it's... Get rid of that veil. I think we're right. I think it's going to be about Tavinta yep. and the Kunari... War. Yep. It's going to be up in that particular part of the world. Yeah, because they keep telegraphing that every game. Yeah, like this is going on, yeah. and they've had more and more stuff. This I don't remember any any examples, but I definitely got the feeling that that's where they were heading for. Well, and that's what happens when you defeat Project Dragonfire. Yeah, the Kunari retreat for a few years and then re- reignite their hostilities with the Tevinter Imperium. Yep. Yeah. So maybe we might be like a Tevintery person, maybe yeah, who joins cool. up with the Inquisitor yeah. to help fight Solus, um, yep. kind of thing. Because you could maybe have. Uh, I get the feeling if Corypheus is still around and he's a Magister, right? Other and, and the other Magisters have become Archdemons. Could there be another Magister still hanging around, like yeah, playing be. the political game in in Tevinter, like in the yeah. the power behind the throne kind yeah. of issue, something like that? Maybe could be an yeah, interesting little side boss. I don't know. I don't know. I just I have a feeling. I, I really want to go up there and check it out. Be interesting to see what they do. Yeah, definitely. And you I just hope the come back. The characters are as interesting as Varric. And Dorian. Yeah. So yeah, then you can bring Dorian back, which I would be awesome. And you can bring Fenrius back. Yeah. So I can what I can hear Fenrius and Dorian go at each other because I think I Fenrius would hate Fenric. Oh. Fenris. Fenris. What the, did I say? The Sorry, elf Fenris. slave. Yeah, the elf slave. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, I didn't like him very much. You He's not a likable person, but that's fine. He's yeah. just like, screw you. I didn't give a shit, Tony. Yeah. I'm who I am. Like, you can just suck it. Like, I've got Lyrian got tattoos. Got any slaves? No, <laughs> yeah. well, then I won't kill you. That's, yeah, that's like it. You. That, that's him. Yeah. You know, yeah. So I, I I liked him that he isn't a likable. He's not annoying like I found Liam no. kind of yeah. thing. He's just yeah. gruff and surly and he's got his... So I want to see him and Dorian go at it. Yeah. So I think that would be some good yeah. charged With relationships Dorian there. Is his quips are so good. Yeah. And it just, I love having him in my party because I love the party banter that he has. And I want, see, I don't think Varric's going to be in it because Varric's going to be stuck being the. Yes, the uh, region of Kirkwall. Whatever. Something, something of Kirkwall. Yeah. yeah. His offsider would be so angry at you right now, not remembering Varric's official title. Yes. <laughs> yes. What is it? Primark? It's no. The, it's not the Barnes. That's. Uh, yeah. Uh, Viscount, the Viscount, yeah, yes. the Viscount of Kirkwall. Yes, yes. Yeah. I love the way he says. Then you get back. You didn't like being the Viscount because you had to tell people that they couldn't talk to you. You want to get back to your real job of hoarsely telling people that they can't talk to the Viscount. <laughs> um, yes, I thought that was very funny. <laughs> 
<laughs> you didn't want to be the mic out because then you can't tell people they can't talk to the, the mic, mic out. out. That's, uh, that was great. So many, so many good human. I think they bring that humor again. They yeah, can whoever capture writes that those again. characters need to come back on board. One more just of that, so good. please, yeah. please. So I like that. So more story. I'm going to play it because I want to know where the story goes. I'm yeah. going to be interested. I just really hope the combat's interesting. Yeah. And how can you do a mm. sword and sorcery combat system like the Mass Effect combat system? I don't know. It makes it more MMO-like, I think. That sort of... Yeah. Well, and, um, you know. so the one we haven't played, the console exclusive Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero Horizon Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn. That's just got bows and arrows and that's... People say the combat that is really quite good, but that doesn't have the swords and stuff. It's the, how do you deal with the fighter characters if you do that kind of interesting yeah. ranged combat? Yeah. How do you make the fighters interesting then? Yeah, I don't know yeah. how they could do it, but I don't want it to be on like a hack and slash thing <laughs> where you're more where it's more on the lines of a Witcher, which is kind of more like a fighting timing game, timings and timing combos based, and things. Yeah. And I don't want to see it become more like uh, what would be another example of. Dark Souls. That's super hardcore, yeah. like fighting, like serious business. Yeah. Um, no, I was thinking there's uh, timing-based. Oh, there's another sort of – see, Diablo is kind of that click-fest kind yeah, of – Yeah, still just a click-fest. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, that's isometric, which isn't going to work. And like MMOs are the closest sort of where you have – abilities and you have like a resource like mana or energy that you need to manage up against yeah. with cooldown timers and things like that. If they want to keep that sort of stuff, then you're looking at an MMO style. Yeah, of have kind of thing. Give you more abilities. Yeah. But the less, uh, yeah. So more things you can do and then you're just swinging your sword without having to press a button. Yes. That's if you're not doing an ability. That's it. That's it. having to keep. Clicking the right R two shoulder button. Yeah, I just I get rid of that. Just make it so that when yeah. you attack, you would just start you're attacking, just attacking and you're yeah. doing ding, 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 and that's like either and you generating rage yeah. or whatever that happens. Yeah, that and then the actual is. game is in then using that resource that you're generating. Yeah, that's, that's where the it. actual combat game is. Yeah, that would be more interesting. You know, and then you have like a a rotation kind of thing where yeah. you have like I use. One, two, three abilities and well, that generates uh, yeah. it back. And if, so a loop. if it was like that, you could actually scroll through all your abilities with the so thinking controller now. Yeah. You could scroll through a line of your abilities with the shoulder buttons while you're generating that resource to use. Oh well you don't even like that's one thing your Final Fantasy told me is that you can do detailed combat on a controller if you do it right. Because okay. the way they do it is so on the Xbox controller, when you don't hold anything You've got all the face buttons like jump, interact, yeah. you know, all that yeah. sort of stuff. Um, and the D-pad is your um, like move around and target different things yeah. depending on what you're doing. And then obviously sticks are just controls and movement, move, camera and movement sticks. Yeah. Then if you hold either of the trigger buttons, you open up one of uh, two mappings that map to the eight, the four face yeah, buttons okay. and the so four D-pads. Yeah. So now you have um, uh, 16 abilities Within, uh, hold a button down and press one. Yeah, it's uh, easy to do. Yeah. That stacks it. That's more than what you've got now. And then yeah. all they did then to like just to add the multiplication effect is if you hold the left trigger down, yeah. the face buttons then become profile changes. Okay. So you can then, for those eight buttons, yeah. you can have another 16 yeah. and now you've got, you got more hotbar buttons than you could ever want to use Yeah, sort of thing. So that I think you can do... Fast-paced contact with a controller yeah, in this sort of thing. With lots of skills, it, yeah. It works. I think it, I think it can be done. 
And maybe, well, what's Inquisition? Four years ago? Three years ago? Yeah, something like maybe that. Maybe they just had not worked it out three years ago. Yes, maybe they haven't, you know. And, and like, I guess it wouldn't, that sort of control system wouldn't work for Inquisition because it's still got that pause and tactical view and it's built with that sort of thing in yeah, mind. Yeah, they just removed it out of the, it's hidden. Yeah, yeah, it's it's but it's but still, it's still the, kind of working that way under the hood. Under the hood, that's yeah. it, and that's my problem with it. It's it's fundamental. They've built it from it's as a fundamentally a turn-based tactical game. Yeah, and they're, they're trying to play it, it yeah, real time. Real time. Yeah. You know, and it's like it just doesn't. No, it doesn't. It didn't work in Dragon Age Two either. It was way back, far back as then. It didn't work. Yeah, it was. I think it was better. It was slightly better. Yeah, in two, maybe just because. Actually, I don't have a good reason why I was better in two. I just feel that way. But I hated two when it first came out as well. So yeah. I'm yeah. just fickle. I remember. You remember? I remember? You remember those yeah. long conversations complaining yeah. about it? Because I want my tactical. Well, I found another. Um, so Pillars of Eternity is made by yes. Paradox. Paradox, someone. yeah. Paradox, yeah. Paradox, yeah. Uh, they've released another one called Tyranny, which oh, I didn't even know about. Yeah. I just, yep. just found it. Um, I found it because of all of its negative reviews on Steam <laughs> because they um, they did the old trick where the Steam sales were on yep. and they they upped their prices yeah. so that the price was the same even during the sales. Oh. So now it, just the most recent views are all just like, screw you and your pricing practices. Yeah. And it's yeah. one thing not to put yourself on sale, but then to, to hide but it behind. Go on sale when in fact you're not, not. that's even worse. That's a real, that's yeah. a real class act right there. Yeah. Anyway, I still want to... Check it out and play it because I, I like that tactical RPG thing, but I think you have to do it with a keyboard and mouse yeah. and yeah. have that isometric view and pan around and whatnot. So I'm looking forward to playing a little bit of that somewhere in my infinite amounts of time that I have yes. to play yeah. because we're going to start playing Fallout 4. Oh my God. So Bethesda Software Works game. Yeah. This will be my first one that I've actually played properly i've tried to play fallout 3 and yep. new vegas a few times and they just didn't grab me like i got out into the world and uh, it was not it wasn't fully voiced yeah i don't know if fallout 4 is fully voiced either but there was no i think it is yeah yeah a lot of like reading tiny text on the screen yeah. and i was you know and you know my feelings about looting and like obviously there's lots of scavenging yeah. and stuff and then i Went to a fight and died, and I'm like, I didn't die because I played bad. I died because because they don't scale the monsters. They just yeah. stick you against a monster that you got no hope of beating early and on in the game. I felt that I was supposed to go there as well, and I just went nah, too hard, rage quit, and Alt F4, yep. and I yep. never went back. Well, I love Fallout One. Well, that's I really a very enjoyed different Fallout game, One, isn't it? Though that's what I wanted to play more of that, but then they only did Fallout Two in that same style. Is it Fallout Shelter like that? No, Fallout Church is completely different. Oh, okay. Never mind yeah. then. That's, Too a, much that's a mobile game. Well, I thought that, I knew that, but I thought they built it off Fallout 1. No, no. no? It's not okay. Like Fallout so Fallout 1 was more like, like Pillars of Eternity. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I said more like Diablo, I thought maybe because it's sort of. No, it's, no, it's turn based. Everything, all the combat's turn based. Oh, okay. So you really tactically do <clears> combat. Everything. Which you need to because stuff was lethal and you were usually by yourself. Mm. But you mm. could work out stuff that, like, you could blow droids up in the doorway and then that would block the doorway and stuff like that. Mm. You could do fancy stuff with it like that. That's cool. Yeah. But I've played a little bit of Fallout 4 and Fallout 4 is much more like Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas and yeah. it's that action yep, stuff. Yep. I, I still I will, love the world. I think the Fallout world is oh, is very rich. Yeah. I, I have read quite a few Wikipedia articles on 
not Wikipedia, but like, you know, whatever the yeah. Fallout 4 wiki is on yeah. the story stuff because I see it referenced. I, I follow a subreddit called um, um, Ask Science Fiction. Okay. So people can ask yep. their fiction questions yeah. and people treat it like it's Ask, ask yeah. Science kind of thing. So super, super nerdy. Yeah. But I love it. And often uh-huh. they have Fallout questions and, it's, and they're talking about the vaults and things. And I'm like, yeah. oh, what's that all about? And I go yeah. and read about it. So The history of the vaults is fantastic. Yeah, there's so many crazy vaults. That it wasn't actually and... anything to do with providing Fallout chapters. It was all to do with experiments on humans. Yeah. It's fantastic. Oh, my God. And like the That's gambling vaults and there's... And you know, um, oh. Penny Arcade did this fantastic one where one guy was stuck in a vault with nothing but a hand puppet just by himself. Oh, really? The whole vault was populated with just him and hand puppets. And he went nuts and then got out of the vault and started slaying bandits. Wow. It's very funny. It was very funny. Excellent. And you would. You'd go completely nuts. nuts all his hand puppets. Locked in his vault. And he got all the food, had everything he needed to keep himself alive, but it was just him in this wow. vault with hand puppets. That's and so he developed all different personalities for the hand no, puppets. Well, you would, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just, oh, it's very good. That's a wacky, it's a wacky little world they've created. It is in, yeah. in it. So I am a little bit apprehensive about playing it yeah. and having to like mostly because like I had to play it, that's fine. But like coming and talking about it on the podcast as well, it's going to be very interesting. Yes, it will be interesting. I have to try and put aside my love for that one. Ah, yes, and, and your love of destiny. My annoyance with death claws when you're nowhere near ready to face them. Oh, I have fought one of those actually. Yes, you and do. it was There's not a death easy. Court very, very early in Fallout yeah. Four, and I think it's unnecessarily early. Mm, so people prepare. say, "Oh, but you've got the power arm and you've got the Gatling gun." Well, yeah, but if you're not very good at these types of games, that doesn't help you. Yeah. And there's no way to get past it. You got to kill so it. I would love to know what percentage of Fallout Four players stopped at that death claw fight and never touched the game again. Interesting. I would think it would be not a small percentage. I want more of those. Types of stats as well. I think that'd be really cool. Oh, I love that with Mass Effect, where they did all those Mass Effect stats, like the engineer was the least played class and mm. how many people played the game more than once and how many people played the game Renegade and Paragon. They were, they were really interesting stats. I yeah, was yeah. waiting for them for Andromeda, but they've never released them yet. Yes. They haven't released well, them yet. Yeah, hopefully they do at some point because that's, that's interesting. I want to yeah. see as well, like um, I remember they were talking about it was at PAX they were there doing... Inquisition release time. Okay. Um, yep. And uh, I remember at, at the time, Gamergate had just sort of gone like gone away, like it had just sort of settled back down again. So the idea of like sexism in games and yep. misogyny and stuff like that. So they were talking about whether people pick male or female characters in their games. Yep. And previously to that, it had always defaulted to male. Yeah. But in Inquisition, they randomized it so it would be either female or male that you got so they wanted to see do people actually pick male or female or is it just what are they given or you know kind of thing like that would be very I don't think they've released any I haven't seen any stats for Inquisition but stuff like that as well would be really cool interesting to see I'm looking forward to making some weird looking characters though in the in the initial builder because I think in this one you get to make you get to do your own character faces and stuff for both you and your parents as well is it in this in Fallout 4 Uh, I don't remember I don't I don't play with the character creator no, or anything? I just use the basic. Ah, I want to play some... the game. Yeah. That's For me, the of, game I... is not making a character. That is part of the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. So I guess next week, next uh, next fortnight, next fortnight we will fortnight have some four. initial thoughts on Fallout 4. Fallout 4. I'm not sure how to do the pacing 
for this. I don't know, like sort of. I kind of with Andromeda, well, I kind of got a completely just, different directions as well. Yeah. So I guess we just see how we go. Yeah, see so we go for the first one, and then maybe yeah. you can spend an hour talking about the character trailer, <laughs> and I'll spend an hour talking about how the story progresses. Fantastic. All right, this is done. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Luke. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favourite podcast on the internet.